The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. You're listening to a Pawn Further Review presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Here's your host, Eddie Pascal. Raider Nation, what is going on? Eddie Pascal here back at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. And thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us for another episode of Upon Further Review brought to you by our pals at Coors Light. And yes, we're back again. Again, again, again. We talked to you guys on Monday after our conversations with Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels. More on that in just a sec. Big shout out to our Phoenix crew who dominated everything down in Arizona while we were posted up here on Baby Watch 2023. Big shout out to Marcus and Sam and all those guys. But we are back. Business as usual. It is a Thursday, which means it's time for the normal episode, the regular episode of Upon Further Review, I should say. And we are feeling good. We are feeling excellent about everything that we got cooking today. We are going to play in just a few minutes our conversation with one of the newest defensive backs of your Las Vegas Raiders, Marcus Epps. This was our chat from when he signed, gosh, about a week and a half ago now, somewhere around there. Kind of started the league year. Uh, but it was great to sit down with Marcus. I think you guys are really going to enjoy not only the conversation we had with him, but everything that he's going to bring to the table, right? I think that when you look at the back end of this defense, what Patrick Graham is trying to do in 2023, I think Marcus X, excuse me, Marcus Epps checks all of those boxes. A guy that has won coming off a Super Bowl run with the uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles less than gosh, a few months ago now. But a dude who has gotten better and better and better every single year in his professional career, a guy who is ascending, a guy that really nothing was given to him in his entire football career, dating back to college. So I think a guy that really fits the mentality, fits the bill of what Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels are looking for in a radar going forward. And as I said, I think you guys are really going to enjoy that conversation. And we will get to that in a second. No transactions this week as of now. You guys remember I record a little early. So as of now, no transactions. But before we dive into the fun and the shenanigans, got to start here. Late last week, Foster Moreau hits to tw- you know heads to Twitter and, you know, really... I think shocks, I think, is really the only word that comes to mind. The football world and really everyone in this building, uh, if we're being honest, when he, you know, when he reveals that he's, you know, going through a different kind of battle right now, uh, going through a cancer fight and, and, you know, as much fun as, as we have on this show. And really, I've kind of very much by design tried to make this show as fun and whimsical and filled with shenanigans and mischief as I possibly can. You know, there's times and this is one of those times where you just got to realize that, there's things in life that are a heck of a lot more important than football. As I said, Foster hits the Twitter sticks on March 22nd, just about a week ago. And he goes, There's somewhat of a miraculous process this free agency period has been life-changing for me. During a routine physical conducted by the Saints medical team down in New Orleans, I've come to learn that I have Hodgkin's lymphoma and will be stepping away from football. And, you know, it's, it, it's one of those bizarre kind of moments where you're looking at this and and you're kind of like is is this true uh and you know i, I was actually I, I shouldn't say funny funny is the wrong word uh, in this instance but i was listening to uh our boy q show on raider nation radio when he kind of saw this and and reacted to it live and, and so after that initial tweet foster followed up and he goes uh 
And he goes, I'll be stepping away from football at this time to fight a new opponent, cancer. I'm grateful for the support and thankful for people who have stood firm with me. There hasn't been a single step I've taken without hundreds of people lighting the path before me, and I will continue to seek their guidance. That being said, I'll go kick this thing's ass and get back to doing what I love, AMDG. And man, it, uh, as I said, one of, those, one of those moments where you just think back and you're like, look, I know that we all get caught up in the wins and losses and what are the Raiders going to do at seven and, uh, you know, you know, all through last year, especially towards the end of the year, what's the, the quarterback situation going to be like? Oh, what are the team, what's the team going to address in free agency? We have all those picks, yada, yada, yada. But you got to remember, and I think it, there's a lesson in this for all of us, right, where you look at the guys coming in that are going to get drafted. You look at guys that are currently on the team, guys that are free agents. And in this instance, uh, Foster was a free agent, right? His his uh, his contract with the Silver and Black had expired at the start of the league year a few weeks ago. But man, they're human beings, right? Human beings dealing with real life, real life stuff, health stuff, family stuff, financial stuff, all that stuff, right? And it's easy to glamorize them when we see them on, on Sunday out there doing their thing, modern day gladiators and all that. But they are humans. They have human emotions. They're dealing with human stuff. And I think it's just important that, that we remember that. So per usual, man, especially in this instance, wishing Foster nothing, nothing, nothing but health, primarily health and happiness and, and you know, rooting for a, a strong recovery, a quick recovery for him so he can go back to doing what he is, uh, he is best at, which is being a, a pretty damn good tight end in the NFL. After Foster... Uh, released his his kind of litany of tweets there. Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels released the following statement. Foster is a tremendous person on and off the football field, and our immediate thoughts and concerns are with him as he begins to battle this new opponent. We know that the Raiders' family, teammates, coaches, staff, and the entire Raider Nation will come together to support Foster and his family through this challenge, and we're confident that he, get, he will get back doing what he loves most soon. Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. Uh, and yeah, you, you head on over to Raiders.com, and, and we put together an article kind of showcasing a lot of the messages of support that Foster received from uh, from his teammates here in the building and really across the NFL world. And as I said, wishing nothing but health and happiness and uh, and domination of this new opponent for Foster Moreau. So best of luck, man. We're all thinking you here in the building. And uh, yeah, like I said, more important things than, than football from time to time. But we transition from that to back to the football. I know kind of an awkward segue. There's no easy way to get from from a conversation like that into the uh, into the business of the NFL, but we soldier on. So, as I said earlier this week, talked with Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels while they were down in Arizona uh, enjoying the NFL League meetings and hopefully getting to enjoy themselves a little bit. There's a lot of business that goes on there, a lot of things and such that they got to check off the old checklist, but uh, it was great to chat with those guys. Shameless plug, if you subscribe to this feed, go check back our episode from earlier this week. It dropped on Monday with Josh and, uh, and DZ. Covered a lot of ground with those guys. Very generous with their time. Covered a ton of, uh, ton of ground, particularly with Dave. Talking about the the current makeup of the roster, Jimmy G obviously came up on more than one occasion, uh, and I think it was just interesting too, kind of you know hearing Dave's perspective on really the state of the roster as we are now. Let's just call it a month out from the NFL draft. So yeah, shameless plug, go check that out. And uh, you know, yeah, a very uh, a very good episode there, feeling strong and, and a really nice way to kind of kick off the week. But. As we said, there was business to be attended to down in Phoenix, and really kind of the, the big notes for me that, that come out of the league meetings, and oftentimes it isn't the most glamorous uh, type of news, but definitely a few things that kind of piqued my interest. In terms of roster management stuff, and this might really only be interesting for those of you roster nerds out there, and I mean that in the best possible way, uh, going forward, only one cutdown day now 
in the NFL going forward. So if you guys remember, years past, we have seen three waves of cutdown. Not the case anymore. There's going to be that big, huge, monster cut. Final date of that yet to be yet to be announced. But if I were to guess, you know, right before, usually that last week, essentially like kind of 10 days or whatever it is before the start of the regular season. But Raiders going to go from 90 to 53, just like every other team in the NFL. And I kind of like this, right? Obviously, our, our guys on the back end here at Raiders.com are going to be really busy that way, updating the roster and, and making sure everything uh, in terms of the P's and Q's of the of .com are, are squared away. But, but what this does for me is it gives guys opportunities, right? And, and I really had no issue with the way that the league did it prior to this. But I think when you look, look kind of look back on it now, really – as we get through training camp and as we get through the preseason, you know, a wise man once told me, a guy who knows a lot more football than I do, he goes, really, what's your, when you get to camp, you have a really good idea of what your roster looks like. You're, you're keeping your fingers crossed that you feel really good about, let's call it the first 40 guys on this team. Now, certainly you want to get reps and you want to experiment with different things and putting guys in different positions, game scenarios, things like that. But really... You're just trying to kind of figure out that bottom of the roster. Who are the guys that are going to fill in on the back end of, end of your roster? And so what this big monster cut now from 90 to 53 allows is for you to keep guys there and give them every single opportunity to make the team. They're going to get every chance. You're not going to have to make a judgment call on a guy and, and say, oh, man, I wish we could keep him here a little bit longer, but the numbers game say we got to get rid of someone, and, and unfortunately this – you know, make up a position. Defensive lineman is, is unfortunately, we, we're not going to be able to get an extended look at him. Not the case anymore. You are going to be able to get a really long runway on guys. And I think that's, a, you know, that's a benefit to the player. That's a benefit to the club. That's a benefit to the league that you're going to have more guys in an NFL system, in an NFL facility than you have in years past. And I think objectively, that is a good thing. Good, good, good. So good on the league, a little interesting kind of roster management note there. Uh, the other one, that is the other piece of news that has come out of the uh, out of the owners' meetings, a little uh, exciting, and, and I know a bunch of players around the league are are stoked on it as well. The return of the number zero, yes, that is correct. According to our friend Tom Pelissero, players will now be allowed to wear the number zero, and I am curious which Raider will take up the uh, take up the mantle and wear number zero. Ah, man, I should have done this as I do this on the fly. I should have looked up in the Raiders media guide, the last Raider to wear a zero. Huh. Should have done it. But I'll tweet it out later today. So really, when we look at it now, according to uh, Tom Palacero of NFL Network, the NFL proposal that was approved by the owners allows any player to wear number zero except offensive and defensive linemen, Punters and place kickers can now wear numbers 0 to 49 and 90 to 99. So, someone's going to do it. And I would honestly, I would love to see, I would love to see a kicker or punter. I don't know if AJ and Daniel are going to be willing to change or going to want to change because, hey, whatever they're doing right now, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I would love to see one of those guys in, uh, in 99. And if memory serves... Uh, I think AJ wore a high number in college as we do a quick Google on the Google machine here. Yes, AJ Cole wore 90 in college. So I don't know if he will return to 90 uh, this year. As I said, 
whatever he's doing so far, whatever number he's wearing is working for him so far, uh, you know, at the moment. But uh, yeah, definitely a little little intrigue there. So which Raider do we think will will take that mantle and wear number zero going forward? I am excited to see it. And if I were a betting man, I'm going to say one of the rookies. I think, a, I think one of these rookies that the Raiders are going to draft next month, I think he's going to be the guy. I don't see anyone on the roster right now that would want to make that change to zero. Uh, you definitely kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, definitely kind of have to have a unique personality to, to rock that. But yeah, I'm excited. Let's see. I'm going to say, yeah, Raiders rookie. Raiders rookie is going to come in, set the tone, and say, hey, I want to wear number zero. So keep an eye on that. Uh, and really the other piece of big news before we, uh, we talk to our guy Marcus Epps, revolves around the Guardian Caps, right? We did a fantastic job. I shouldn't say we. Rachel of Raiders.com did a fantastic job kind of telling that story last year. If you've been out to camp, if you've seen the practice photos on Raiders.com, you notice those little caps that the guys were wearing during training camp. The Guardian Caps, well, get used to seeing them because they are not going anywhere. Guardian Caps are now, excuse me, will now be mandated at every preseason practice as well as every regular season and postseason practice with contact. Players at position groups where head contact is seen the most are going to be required to wear the guardian caps, with running backs and fullbacks joining the previously included linemen and linebackers. Uh, quick note, the only positions not required to wear the caps going forward are kickers, punters, quarterbacks, wide receivers, and DBs. Uh, you guys know me. I am a big player safety guy. Anything that the league can do to make this game safer, even in practice, I am going to be a fan of. So, yeah, just something to keep an eye on as we uh, as we get through. Well, I mean, really, training camp is going to be here before we know it. But really, we're going to notice this uh, slight alteration, this slight adjustment when the team gets to training camp. So, a busy week across the NFL, certainly. Busy week for us here in Silver and Black Productions. But we got through all the business, and now it is time. As I said, our guest this week, we talked to him when he signed with the Las Vegas Raiders, a uh, new friend of ours, Marcus Epps. And like I said, man, this is a guy that I think the fan base that you guys are really, really going to enjoy. Checks all the boxes for Patrick Graham's defense. I think he's going to be a dynamic player on that back end. And maybe most importantly, he's a winner. He knows what winning looks like. He understands what it takes to go from A to Z, you know, really from a training camp through the regular season into the postseason. And I'm excited to see what he what he looks like, what his role is uh, in Pat Graham's defense in 2023. And we will know sooner than later, because I say this all the time, it is wild to think that, uh, yeah, we're just a few weeks out now from the start of the offseason, excuse me, offseason, uh, offseason program there. So without further ado, enjoy our conversation with our new friend, Marcus Epps. Marcus, congratulations, man. Uh, big day for you, the family, the rest of the guys rolling through the building. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm really excited to be here, and you know I can't wait to get to work. And I know the fan base is very, very excited to have you here as well. And, and let's just start here, right? For you and for a lot of the guys that have came through today, short free agency, right? Like the deal got done very quickly, yeah. uh, and we're recording this on a Thursday morning. So just kind of you know, put me in your headspace. Like what made sense for you at this point of your career to, uh, to come to Las Vegas? Um, you know, a lot of things for me, obviously closer to home. Um, was big for me. But the biggest thing for me was, you know, I felt like this organization wanted me and believed in me as a player and a person. So, you know, that was that was the biggest thing for me. 
Yeah, and, and you know, we talked. I was talking with uh, with Robert Spillane earlier today, one of the guys that came in, and, and he was saying that you know, for him, and I imagine it's like the, the same for a lot of you guys. That fit is so important, yeah, right? That no you know, doubt. you know that you know the the location, the the financial aspect, all that stuff plays a role. But ultimately, it's about fit and where you're going to be comfortable professionally, personally, all that kind of stuff. That, was that kind of the same for you as well? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, once I kind of had got that feeling. Um, you know, from Coach and, and Ziegler, how much they wanted me here. Um, that was the most important aspect to it for me. Um, so, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very happy that they believe in me that way. And, you know, I can't wait to get to work. You know, going back to, to 2022, you know, we've talked to, you know, guys in our locker room, and, and it's really the same across the league, that playing in every single game, kind of a badge of honor, right? That's how you start the season with the goal of, hey, I want to play in every single game. That's yeah. exactly what you did, man. So, mm-hmm. like, how much is that reliability, that dependability, something that you kind of take pride in? Uh, it's very important. Um, I mean, you know, a lot of coaches say um, – availability is the best ability you know you got to be out there on the field um so that's definitely something i take pride in is just doing whatever it takes to help the team win you know you look at at kind of this first group of guys that have come through uh this morning and and a kind of common thread with a lot of you guys i mean you look at you and jimmy and jacoby guys that have won Mm -hmm. uh guys that have won a lot in the national football league like how valuable is that skill uh, of just knowing how to win i think it's very valuable you know you can't put a price tag on experience um so obviously us us having been in those places where you know we've experienced some of that and you know it's it's valuable that our head coach has as well so you know obviously this is a different environment different situation so you know we just got to put the work in every day and put it all together here you know, when you, you look at, at Patrick Graham's defense, and I know that we're still so early kind of in this process of you understanding what the role is going to be, the, the ask and all that. But in a very general sense, when you look at, at Coach Graham's defense, uh, what kind of comes to mind in terms of characteristics and what he's really looking for? Yeah, I think, you know, the biggest thing for me um, that I'm pretty excited about is, you know, just being able to be asked to do different things. And, um, you know, so I'm really excited to get to work with him. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to put it all out there on the field. You know, we, we've heard from a lot of folks uh, across the league, folks that know a lot more football than I do, but just the ability of Coach Graham's defense to be multiple, right? And I know yeah. that's such a kind of buzzword in the NFL, but to, for mm-hmm. it to look one way week two and then look completely different week yeah. three. Uh, how exciting is that for you as a guy kind of there on the back end that says, hey, you know, I'm going to do a lot of things. I'm going to be asked to handle a lot, but it's going to be different. It's going to be fresh and it's going to kind of keep me on my P's and, uh, P's and Q's in terms of the mental side, too. Yeah, definitely. It's and it's an exciting challenge for me as well um, to to kind of put myself through that. So, um, you know, like I said, I can't I can't wait to get to work. I think it's very important aspect of, of a defense to be multiple. So, you know, I'm really excited about it. You know, you look at some of these these pieces now that, that are on this Raiders defense. You look at Max Crosby, Chandler Jones, Nate Hobbs. Uh, mm-hmm. You look at, at Robert Splane, who joined us earlier today. I mean, a bunch of guys that are still ascending in their career, right? And Chandler has done this at a Hall of Fame level for a really, really, yeah. really long time. Yeah. But you look at guys like Max and Nate uh, and Robert, yourself included, yeah. guys that still feel like there's room to grow and get better. I mean, that's got to be exciting to join a group uh, of a nice, strong, youthful nucleus here in Vegas. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's one thing about me. I've always kind of, you know, been an underdog, been had that chip on my shoulder. So, you know, I can't wait to get around, you know, a group of guys that are the same way that, you know, are hungry to continue to improve their game and just continue to get better and better each day and, and just prove themselves out there. 
you know, we talked about you being a, an L.A. guy, and, and I know that you weren't there when the Raiders were in Los <laughs> Angeles. But, you know, you, you look at this uniform, man, one of the most iconic uniforms yeah. uh, in all of the sports, the silver and black. Everyone feels some type of way about it. It's one of those, those uniforms that elicits emotion, right? Yeah. Like, how excited are you to kind of have a chance to put that thing on for the first time, to run out the tunnel <laughs> at Allegiant Stadium? It's going to be a blast, huh? Yeah, man, I, I can't wait. Like you said, that, that uniform, it's, it's legendary. It's classic. It's iconic. And, you know, I, I'm really excited about this opportunity. And, you know, I can't wait to put that uniform on for the first time in front of Raider Nation. You know, and I, before we let you go, man, I had to ask, and I kind of teed you up before we started rolling. How does a guy from Southern California, right, Huntington sure. Beach dude, dude from the OC, right, how do you end up going to school in Wyoming? Um, well, I wasn't really, I wasn't recruited much out of high school. And, um, you know, through some connections, I was blessed with the opportunity to be able to walk on at Wyoming and, you know, kind of just bet on myself, took it and ran with it. And, you know, now I'm here. You know, it's so cool. And I was talking to Jacoby about this earlier, too, where I have such a soft spot for the undrafted guys, guys that have gotten better year after year after year that didn't have anything given to them. And and it feels like, you know, a dude like you has to walk on in college. I mean, that must feel kind of like a a really special kind of full circle moment now where it's like, yo, I'm a free agent. I was a priority guy for for a team. And and now I'm kind of being valued and appreciated for what I bring to this game. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely it's definitely a very good feeling. And, you know, um, I don't really too much like to let those kind of things creep in because I always want to have a sense of urgency and, you know, of of continuing to get better and, you know, never being complacent. Um, but, you know, this was one of those times for sure that I've, you know, reflected on my on my journey a little bit. And, you know, I'm grateful for it all, grateful to be here. And, you know, like I said, I can't wait to get to work. Yeah, well, still a lot to go in the journey, man. We're just getting started here yes, in Las sir. Vegas. Well, congratulations, yes, Marcus Epps. A big day for you, the family, uh, everyone that's coming through these hallways today. Best of luck. We'll talk to you soon. All right, brother? Thank you so much. Appreciate you. And a big shout-out to one of the newest Raiders on the defense, Marcus Epps. Like this guy. think he's going to be real good in Patrick Graham's defense. I think a very interesting puzzle piece. Uh, and like I said, man, I'm very excited to see what he does and what kind of his role looks like in 2023. But it's about that time to hit the dusty trail. It's been a busy, busy week here in Silver and Black Productions. Shameless plug, I encourage all of you guys to head over to Raiders.com, download the app, because we have dominated owners meetings from every which way. Like I said, a, bit, like I said, a big shout out to our uh, our broadcast crew that was down there doing their thing while we were, uh, while we were back here in the studio in Vegas. But it's about that time, but before we do hit the dusty trail, time to crack an ice cold bruchacho. And today, oh, much happiness, much joy, much excitement here in this beautiful studio because we are cracking a cold one for friend of the program, AJ Cole, who got married over the weekend to his now wife, Kylie. Big shout out to my guy, looking very snazzy uh, in the black and white tuxedo. Looks like quite the affair here in the desert. And, uh, and any opportunity I get to, to rave and heap praise on my guy, I will do it as he embarks now on a new adventure, adventure as a husband, and he's going to be the best as he has been with us from day one. I'm very, very excited for all the exciting things coming him and Kylie's way. And uh, yeah, man, AJ Cole and your new wife, Kylie, this one's for you. So on that note, as we leave on the high note of love and fresh marriage, what is better for our guest this week, or excuse me, I should say I'm Eddie Pascal, and for our guest this week, Marcus Epps, uh, my man ran the ones and twos and our entire Silver and Black Productions crew. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us, and we will see you guys next week, same time, same place, for our next episode of Upon Further Review. 
Thanks for listening to this edition of Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first.